you want some good Google tips, ways to drive down that cost per click, ways to drive up those conversion rates, ways to drive up those the ROAS. Uh, here's some great tips um, that I've discovered that helps me when I'm working on my Google buys. Let's go through them now. So the first is, this is actually a rumor uh, type situation. So uh, objective classification. So what I do here is I usually do create without a goal guidance. Uh, the main reason why I do that is because I like having all the options. Um, basically all this does is if you click on any one of these, if you do a sales campaign versus a website uh, clicks campaign or website traffic campaign campaign versus leads, all it'll do is just formulate the, um, the forms as you build out the campaigns, right? So it'll just have those, those, uh, those choices available as you build it out. Um, there used to be a big rumor that if you did sales, it would automatically tell the algorithm, okay, this guy's going after sales. We're going to automatically drive up the cost per click to, you know, whatever, 40% because they want this person versus a website traffic person, which is a lot cheaper, right? So I think that's uh, leaning no. I, I don't believe that. The only reason why is because Google's just amazingly smart now it's it's it knows exactly what you're doing and it, you'll build out the campaign and you'll tell it in anyways maybe before i think a couple years ago i kind of i would believe this more um as when i did the buys several years ago but i definitely think um it doesn't really matter as much uh but i i'd go without i actually do create without goal guidance that's just something i um i do i, th I do it for muscle memory really um the next one is conversions. So uh, maximizing conversion value versus conversions itself. Conversions really work when you have a low price point. So if you have like a $20 price point um, or and then you have a whole bunch of products that are 100, um, that may not be the best option for conversions, right? Because it'll you're ma you're optimizing to conversions. So think about it when you buy anything, right? Like you're, you, you people can, the cheap stuff always sells the best, right? The higher price stuff, you know, that's, that's a little more difficult. So what you need to do is, is that's why conversion values there, because that drives up the, um, that automatically drives up the ROAS, uh, where it gets a little more nuance is like targeted ROAS that, um, that for that strategy, you actually aim very low. And then that you enter the auctions for the cheaper, um, people, if you will. And that drives up the ROAS itself. I've done that personally and that works. I'm actually do a paper on that actually. And I think that's an amazing strategy that I've done with targeted ROAS and targeted Pmax ROAS as well. Um, for conversion, um, value, I, it's a no brainer. It'll let it just auto optimize, do that. Um, so, um, I think that's probably your best strategy. Um, and, and again, the conversions are not, you know, you shouldn't dispel it, but it, it, Definitely works better when you have a lot of similar, similarly priced items versus, you know, conversion value because you really want to maximize your sales. You want to aim for that higher, you know, those higher returns. Uh, bidding. Oh, yeah, this is kind of interesting. So with this, um, I'm not big on cost per click bid limits. Um, you know, the reason why is because of smart bidding. I mean, it's I actually expect this to go away eventually, to be honest. Um, I think setting maximum cost per click bid limits is, I think, on Google, I think they'd love to get rid of that um, because you have so many other options. You have 
broad, right? You have, which is kind of now turning into a big AI um, optimization because as you go broad and as you, as you look for the, the most efficient cost per click or cost for conversions, it's, it's basically giving it that because you choose broad, it's able to choose as many keywords as possible to optimize for a purchase or for a click. Right. When you use phrase match, phrase match, it tightens it more than exact match. It really tightens it. So really, when you do um, broad, you're actually setting more of an AI. Just a side note. Um, so clicks, I I like to set it and see where it lands at. Usually it lands exactly where I want it between one and two dollars. Sometimes it goes even below that if you have branded terms. Bidcat cost cap. Um, the reason why I put that here, this is actually for meta. So Bidcap is more. Like say you have a 50% um, cost per click bid cap. So your cap, exactly what the word is, cap is at 50 cents. So as long as you get them 50 cents or lower, you're fine. So 50 cents, you know, say one time, two times, 50 cents, three times, 50 cents. But that fourth time, say it's at 40 cents. Will it fire? Yes, it will, because that's 40 cents, right? It's the bid cap. Right, and so anything underneath is fair game. Even if it does twenty cents, guess what? It goes four. It goes whatever fifty, fifty, forty. Then it'll probably go to twenty. So your even though the bid cap is at fifty, your cost per click can come in at thirty cents, forty cents, because that's just the cap. That's all it is. Cost cap is when you have um, say you have that fifty cents cost per click. You have the fifty cent cost per click. And you have um, bids that come in at um, one. One comes in, and you set it for a week. One comes in on a couple of days. Some come in at a dollar. Some come in at ten cents, right? So as they come in at ten cents versus ninety cents versus a dollar versus five cents, in the end, it it evens out to an overall cost cap at fifty cents. That's how that works. So. They both are kind of the same thing, really. It's potatoes, potatoes. I'm a cost cap person, um, but keep in mind on, and I, you knew I was going to sneak something meta on here, right? Keep in mind when you use bid cap or cost cap, there's a chance. And even, even when you set the maximum cost per click here, or when you set a high T ROAS, when you do that, you have a solid chance of not spending any dollars, right? Because if you set your maximum big cap too low, guess what? Or you set your targeted ROAS too high, or you set your cost per cap too low, or your bid cap too low, guess what? You just won't spend. And then that's what happens. Why aren't my ads spending? That's what happens, right? Because you didn't use let the automation come in and just begin working to bring that, that overall cost per conversion, cost per click down. Next one. Oh, negative keywords. This is great. So I talked about earlier about broad. Uh, broad is, like I said, the new AI for uh, Google. Um, there's even some, I, I, I'm not a big broad guy. I, I'm really not. Um, even though I have like conversion value, et cetera, I, a lot of my clients are very sensitive to the words they they target, right? They want to be only on certain keywords. So that's really more phrase. Even phrase is kind of, you know, getting there. It's a little iffy um, and exact, right? So the issue here is when you say you do want to use the AI, say you want to go broad, there's two things I recommend. Do the broad, right? Do that, but then do look at your search terms. Look on the back end. So say say you have, uh, this is a good example, televisions. So say you're targeting televisions, right? 
um, and that's your keyword, and you do broad. The problem with televisions is it's friggin' everything. It's cheap TVs, expensive TVs, and say you're an 8K television set brand, right? And you just want to get 8K, right? So what you would do is you'd go in there with broad, and then you would you just typically just reduce, you know, a negative keyword, all the bad, you know, all those um, other terms, right? All those like cheap terms, cheap TV, sale television, all that stuff. And then you, you know, get rid of all those, those negative connotations that kind of are associated with cheap things because you're your expensive premium brand, right? And those are the ones it'll automate just to that 8K television set. Um, why not just use exact? Yes, you should. But I would actually kind of tamper with the broad, just a hair, just a hair, if your client will allow it. Then on top of that, you have to look at your search term report. The search term report correlates with your keywords. So what does that mean? That means when you when you do a keyword like television, you could look on the back end and look at the search term report and see what keywords correlated there, right? So did cheap show up? Well, guess what? You got to do cheap. So you got to keep checking on the back end what the search terms look like, right? Is it one-to-one -one or is it off? Is it just cheap and you don't want to be there? Now, you know, it's kind of funny. Now um, there's, I, I would definitely say more of an AI hands-on approach again, because sometimes those terms, you know, cheap television, were you in the moment? You want a nice TV? Does that mean you you will buy? You know, and just heaven forbid that happens. Well, if you said it's conversions, then in theory it should, right? But still, most clients don't feel comfortable with that. Most clients like the um, they they like to be in control of their words, right? They don't want to be associated with cheap or or sale or you know, although sale is good, um, but um, thrifty, etc. All those kind of terms. Um, you know, they want to stay away from, right? That it just makes sense. And also too, for your negative keywords, keep in mind you do, like I just say here, um, you could actually set those up and you could actually use exact versus a phrase versus brand for your negative connotations as well when you set them up in here. Um, cool. Uh, this is a really, I love this tip. Um, so how do I normally set up my buys for success, right? When I just say you have a brand new person, right? A brand new client, nothing, zero, nada, I don't have a thing. Well, the first thing you need is a heartbeat, right? You need a campaign, you need, you know, you just need to get traffic there. You need to analyze the traffic. You need to analyze the, the key, you know, what keys, like I said, the search terms are coming up. And it's good to always look at your search terms because even with phrase, uh, like I said, it's it's a little iffy unless you're doing pure exact, which I don't, you know, you definitely need, you need to explore and see what the heartbeat looks like, right? You have a healthy heartbeat. Is it is it populating, like I say, the the ATC and IC, which is initiate checkout and add to cart and as well as payment method, right? So the first part I do is I start the heartbeat and I start with the keyword experimentation, the ad copy, the search term reports. What's let's just start the clicks. Just start the clicks. That's all you have to do. Then after a week, hopefully, or less than that, really you should look at it right away. I mean, how are your bids, right? How are your bids? How's your daily spend? Correlate that with that mid with this middle section here where I talk about are you is your ATC populating? Is your initiate checkout populating? Are you already getting purchases? Key thing. So you, you need to constantly analyze and optimize accordingly. Are these keywords getting sales? Are you know is this ad set getting sales? Are you separating them out um, respectively? All sorts of cool stuff. And this is just search. I'm I'm not gonna even get started on Pmax because I'm already at 12 minutes. But I, you see where I'm going here. Remember, it's walking before you run. 
And then of course with purchases, right? You have your feedback loop, back loop. You have what's doing well, you wanna correlate it back and then experiment more. That's actually, and that's not on here. It's really making sure that, well actually I said the feedback loop, which is back over here to the keyword experimentation. You wanna make sure you're constantly experimenting and analyzing and seeing what keywords have, the biggest hand raising, if, are you already getting conversions there, et cetera. Oh, this is a good one. Oh, I love this one. Okay, so branding terms versus non-branding terms. This is potato versus potato every single, oh man, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I hear on this one. Do you, I need branding terms? I recommend it. Uh, I recommend it for several reasons. The first is conquesting. Um, you don't want to be, you don't want somebody coming up and looking at seeing uh, your competitors on your site. That does happen. Not as much. And actually, Google looks down on that now. Why? Because you have the ad relevancy score, you have the landing page scores, you have the quality scores that all go down when you're targeting your competitors, right? So is that a thing still? Uh, it is. I, I think it's good practice to still conquest your own keywords. And then you have to think too, you don't want, you don't want uh, if you're, heaven forbid, I have a couple of clients that um, use initials, right? They're, they're this, this, this. When I, when I say this, they're the three initials, right? Or four initials. You want to make sure that you're not confusing people on the, the initials that you have, right? Um, and yeah, I, I can't really go into that that client, but that does happen. So you want to make sure that you're conquesting your own terms. Also to the real estate, you want to make sure that you have organic plus paid on your search and as, as you know your SERP, your search engine result page. So it's your paid plus your organic. You have full ownership of the page, my friends. Like that's no one's around you. Like you own the whole thing, right? So it's in your organic speak and then you speak. Also, it's uh, when I talk about sales here, uh, it's it's urgency. So what do I mean by that? So say you have a sale, right? You have a you're a fashion site like so many of my other clients, and you you have a a week long sale, forty eight hour sale, who knows? You want to put your terms out there as quickly as possible because with SEO it takes weeks, right? Because that's that's what you're kind of doing. You're hacking the site, you're dropping those keywords. We have a Black Friday sale, we have a Valentine's Day special, we have a whatever uh, 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 May special. It's only a limited time frame. By the time the SEO takes to to backtrack into the brand keyword, it's weeks. Right, so you have to do those sales. Those sales are whatever, some, some days, some weeks, some one week. So that's what the urgency is there. Not to mention like the um, the promotions, the site leak extensions, all that stuff that comes with it. Right, so that that urgency is is amazing. Um, for non-brand, it's good for reach, right? And that's keywords that are in your category, right? Like I was talking about televisions versus this 4K brand, you know. Um, what what are you targeting? You know, high definition televisions, etc. All these related t terms that are, are, or even even high quality stereos, etc. That are related to uh, television, right? Your your ROAS will be much lower because your acquisition, right? You're not retargeting, and that's oh, and I almost skipped that. So with branding terms, you do get low cost per clicks and high conversions, obviously because people are seeking you out. They already know who you are. Acquisition much lower. But here's where, here's the, the magic on acquisition. People find you on acquisition. 
they convert on your brand terms. Do you see the difference? So say you have high definition television or stereos or just something related, right? Or even sometimes cars because we're, you know, you're trying to get this, this really high target, right? So so you're doing like these weird, you know, these categories and some of them don't make sense, some of them do, but you're, you're expanding your reach and you're getting people to go to your site, right? So when they go to your site, what happens is, is they, they check it out and especially for more expensive, more expensive stuff, they're not going to purchase on the same day. No one's going to purchase an, an 8K television set. And when I say 8K, I mean the deaf. No one's going to purchase that in one day. That's going to be something, man, you're going to be looking at for probably months. You're going to be looking at this brand, this brand. Okay, I'm a, you know, you're just looking around. You're just looking around, right? And the whole time you're being targeted with ads, right? But when you convert, you're, you're not going to go through the same path. You're not going to say, oh, I was looking at home stereos and um, I just happened to get a, you know, whatever, a TV, uh, some weird TV ad and I got it and I clicked. No, right? You're going to go back to that brand that you know because you're like, okay, I got targeted on this um, acquisition non-branded term. I went to it. Now I know the brand. Now I'm part of their ecosystem. I'm part of their email, right? So once you know that brand, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You're like, okay. I'm going back to that 8K television set. Boom. Do you see what I mean? So that's why it's good to spend in both. Um, that's why, you know, you need to make sure your brand terms, you know, I do have coverage. It is a best practice, folks. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. I, I don't need to spend on, on, on brand, all that. You know, some of it's right. Some, it depends on the client. Um, Eileen, yes, I really do. Um, it's part of the ecosystem. It's, it's a way to really make sure your, your smart funnel, and that's really what you're doing here, is working correctly between your acquisition and your uh, retargeting of people who already know your brand, right? It's a no-brainer. It really is. Um, that's it, folks. I think that's a good place to start. Um, what I want to do is we have a uh, – please check out our Medium page. That's really um, in-depth. We have about 21-plus articles, our YouTube page, as well as we have a Reddit, and then we have our site – yrvdynamics.com. So please check it out. Let us know if you have any questions and I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.